0: Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times. And what I say, you must obey. Live from
1: the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's Three Dudes with a View. Let's get it all! He's bound to die, loaded
2: up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got it long. And it's short time to get
3: there I'm Eastbound, just watch a bandit run All right, welcome to Three Good Dudes with a View I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy It is Monday morning, hence the sort of slow start Um, And dude number two, Clayton Harris Is still out there driving the school bus As How's it going, Clayton?
0: Going well, Delk. Uh, only another <laughs> ten days or so of the school bus, and the kids will be out for the summer. So looking yeah. forward to that.
3: And then, yeah, then what are we going to do? That's uh, we're,
0: they're going to stay at home and mama. That's what they're going to do. <laughs>
3: there you go. <laughs> well, that's uh, we're busy planning what to do with our three grandchildren all summer, and uh, their their mom. Uh, of course works outside the home and so there you go that's a that's what a lot of folks are doing these days trying to i heard one mom um talking about all the summer camps she had her child enrolled in um, and uh, let's see we had somebody out last week talking about the polk camp and uh, her child's enrolled in that at the polk home and i can't remember that lady's name but um that sounded like a a, a great experience uh, at the at the Polk Homes. So check out the Polk Homes website if you want to put your child in a week of summer camp there, which our friend was going to do with her fifth grader. So there you go, dude number one, Mr. Jimmy Ork. How you doing? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. And we have regular special guests. What about guests.
2: that race, that Kentucky Derby race?
3: That was pretty amazing. Um, an 80 to 1 horse that only got in the race because another horse scratched, uh, comes from behind and wins the Kentucky Derby. That, that, that that's unheard of stuff. Y'all play them? What's that? Do you play them? Oh, oh, you mean, no, I didn't have do any. Bet, do you bet on them? Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't have any, uh, Money engaged, in it? I did, I hope you bet uh, a, a substantial sum on what, what's that horse's name? Uh, Rich Strike. Rich Strike, yeah. No, I didn't. I, I just bet the minimum, two dollars on
0: it. That's one hundred and sixty dollars, there, Mister York, on a two-dollar bet.
3: Exactly right. Wow, that's amazing.
0: Eighty to one odds.
2: Uh, my cousin and I, we play them a little bit. He's in Houston, and he, I place the bets because they can't do online betting in Houston. So we play it around. I said, man, I say, I'm a bet. I'm a bet on this horse. His name jockey's name Leon. So he didn't catch it because his name's Leon, and my middle name is Leon. So after the race, he say, "What's that jockey's name?" I say, "Leon."
3: <laughs> well, Miss York, you had figured out. I mean, you know. <laughs>
2: Should have been a hundred dollars. <laughs> it's like a snowball's chance in hell to win, though. You know, playing horses. Oh, I know. You, you feed them most of the time. Mm. Ten,
0: ten bucks would have been eight hundred dollars. I mean, yeah, I, I started to bet
2: five on it, but I, I chickened out.
3: Yeah, you know, I that, well, if I, I should have, almost and all, yeah, should have, would have, coulda. Uh huh. Yeah, pilgrims <laughs> in their menu. All right, uh, special guest to you, Mr. Chris Chumley. How's it going, man? Good morning, everybody. All right, good to have you. Um, folks, we've got a lot going on. Uh, I'm just looking at today's Herald, though, and there's a lot of stuff there that's, uh, that's good stuff. Uh, first of all, with regard to Missy Todd, who, for, who still teaches at Columbia Central High School as far as I know, uh, felony charges, uh, in regard to the cheer team finances or funds, uh, have been dropped by the district attorney. She remains charged with a misdemeanor charge of theft of about $900, I think, uh, in connection with the cheer funds at Columbia Central High School, and that's set for trial, I believe, in June. So. There was a lot of talk about that, and I have wondered openly from the get-go. the The comptroller folks is not a criminal investigator. He's he's a he's an accountant. He, he, he's an auditor. So I wondered what the district attorney's office would make of that case once they examined it from a criminal investigator's eye. And now we know. Uh, the value- yeah, because the comptroller
2: could only have a finding that's that's the only job the finding of of something that was not done right or 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 either the audit is good you know
3: well he, all he does is if he he finds or she finds that some money was not in the right place at the right time or not reported as where it was at a certain time that kind of thing, but he or she does not even address the question of whether there was criminal intent behind that misplacement or misstatement about where the money is whether there was you know the, the money can be in different places for a whole variety of reasons that are not criminal so um yeah that's that's up to the local prosecutor if it's referred to right so there you go i love it here that also on the front page though the uh columbia chrysler uh, dodge uh, jeep ram is doing what they've done for several years now they are giving excuse me they are giving away a jeep compass to the high school senior and it's it's not just academics it's a variety of things that go in where they get points and that kind of thing uh and then become eligible for the drawing but you know it's it's participation in school activities grades uh attendance um, and other things and And the the better you do in being a good all around student, then you get put into the drawing. You must be present to win, and um, you you're going to win. It's not just a lease or anything like it. uh, You you get the car outright. So it's a really cool thing that Columbia Chrysler Dodge uh, Ram is doing to encourage students to do their best and uh we'll be covering it Uh, let's see i'm not sure when the drawing is but saturday 5 p.m saturday may 21st and you must be present to win so that's i've seen that where names are called out and that person is not present and so they draw another name uh and and again though to even be in the drawing you must qualify a combination of grades uh uh, attendance, uh, participation in activities, uh, uh, just being an all around good student, uh, and that gets you in the drawing. And then the, the more points you get, the more times your name is in the drawing, increasing your odds. And, uh, so yeah, there you go. So it, it's uh, it's going to happen on May 21st at 5 p.m. out at Columbia Chrysler Dodge, Jeep Ram, and students. If you are in that, if you are in, if you have qualified, you know, be there. And we w- we will be broadcasting live, and you can listen to see if your name's drawn. But I don't know how long they give you to show up. I don't think it's long. I don't think you can listen to, on the radio and then dash down there if your name's drawn. Um,
2: yeah, that, there was a young lady too at Columbia, at Columbia uh, Central that won a eighty thousand dollar ROTC scholarship too, Dale. Uh She she qualified for many different uh, awards, and uh, that that's a great thing uh, ROTC. You know.
3: Yeah, yeah. We uh, we talked about her and I can't remember her name, Mister York. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember it either. 80000
2: eighty eighty thousand bucks start your education process. That's nice. That's a nice chunk of money.
3: It sure is, and uh, student debt's for real. I don't know whether
1: Biden's going to forgive it or not, but you can't. Borrow
0: oh, that. he's going to. It's, did, didn't again, he, say, right, Clayton, did he
1: say forty thousand? 40, people were getting student loans. Canceled? He'll
0: do an executive order. He'll he'll sign it off, and it'll happen right before the election.
3: Yeah, but you got. I mean, well, you know, some people are. I mean, at least me, me personally, I couldn't borrow that amount of money, counting on it being forgiven. I mean, it wasn't know, that expensive some, when you went to school, O'Dell. <laughs> What's that, Miss York? I'm sorry. It wasn't that expensive when you went to school. <laughs> no, it really wasn't. Uh,
2: it, 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 I think of my tuition, I think I paid $125 a
3: semester. Oh, I think my first year at UT Law School was
0: uh, 600 bucks. Well, I think the government getting involved in student loans in the first place helped accelerate rising prices within the education system. Oh yeah, there's no doubt about Same thing with, with healthcare when when they got involved with the uh, you know 50 years ago. So
2: Well, when they cut the banks out, Clayton, I think the banks got mad. <laughs> and uh the the government does the student loans direct now, but back in the day when the banks were the hit middle person, they were taking a nice chunk of that money and uh causing prices to to rise, escalate.
1: I think the government should stay out of our lives. That's what I think. Well, I mean, it's just a fact.
3: Clayton's right that whenever the government subsidizes anything, whether it's housing or uh, or education, uh, tuition, education, or healthcare, healthcare, uh, the price just rises to whatever the government's giving out for it but the-
2: that's the greed of the people that's producing the product there it's not the government the government tries to regulate it and oh. they find a way how to escalate the price somewhere look at the oil prices back up again went down and back up because they know people got to travel for the summer
3: Mr. york you know when you were working for at&t did you get paid a nice wage because you were greedy
2: no, I was hard worker. I got paid a nice wage because <laughs> but it was regulated. It wasn't just blanche, you know.
3: Well, and you remember a I member mean, the union that got you a good way. We got
2: we a regulated company, Dell, and had to meet the minimum wage standards.
3: Well, did that was AT and T I mean, were the union the ATT's union were they greedy?
2: No, we we fought for equitable wages when I was in the union. I was in the union about four years and in management for, for twenty three. So they always tried to get an equitable wage based on what the company was making. All right. And the, the company was regular it was a regulated monopoly. That's why Judge Green broke it up in 18- 1984.
3: All right, well that's my point. I mean, uh, is there anybody out there in the education business that thinks they're uh, going to tell you they're not getting an equitable tuition for the services they provide? No. Um, that's just the way it goes. If the pe- people who are in business or providing labor, they charge what they can, and that's you know that's, that's
2: capitalism. Huh? Yeah. You know, you charge what what people will bear.
3: But if the government gives you an extra ten bucks to pay off on tuition, then you you charge an extra ten bucks. So there you go. See, and- that's the greed. See, the government gives you ten, but the company charges twenty. Well, yeah. <laughs> It's it's not greed; it's just people doing business. That is greed, Delk. Just people doing business in a rational way. But back to Clayton's point, though, I mean, whenever the government gets involved in subsidizing something, it doesn't end up helping anybody. No, Um, it just
0: raises the price on normal consumer.
3: And that's you know that's what I mean when Walmart, but Walmart charges for dry goods and groceries, is basically what the average person is able to pay every Friday, so hey, the price goes up and down based on that. You know. Um, They're getting
2: shoes, sneakers made in China for $2 and something, and they sell them for $100 and some dollars over here. Now, I know there's transportation costs and all that, but there's a lot of greed in that $100 for
3: a pair of sneakers. York, you're, just, you're not going to solve capitalism by talking to us about greed. Alright, let's, let's uh, take a break and come back. Mm-hmm.
1: we're going to do what they say can't be done We've got a long way to go And it's short time to get there I'm Eastbound to watch old Bandit
2: Run
3: Okay, welcome back to Free with a View. My name's Delft Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How's it going, man? Doing well, Delft. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. And special guest, dude, Chris Chumley. How's it going, man? Good morning, everybody. All right. Now, I, folks, just to, and anybody jump in here wherever they want, but uh, just to go around the world, you know, uh, the the Russians are getting, <laughs> getting, getting, I mean, they're getting slaughtered, kicked. Uh, those Ukrainians are putting it to them. Uh, turns out the mighty Russia has got a military about as strong as the vermont national guard you know <laughs> and
0: uh yeah and
3: who knows how that's all going to end up
0: now now they've threatened elon musk for giving the ukrainians uh mm-hmm. starlink internet
1: so yeah
3: what are they gonna do to elon musk he
1: tweet, I, he tweeted yesterday he said if i die in a mysterious way yeah something like if i die in a mysterious way just know i love you <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean he, he he was he was kidding around, but in all seriousness, they did threaten him because he he did get, he is giving the Ukrainians some of that Starlink satellite internet.
1: So
2: yeah. and Putin had a big big ding over there and saying that the invasion was a victory.
1: Yeah, they had a victory parade. Was it yesterday or is it happening <laughs> yeah, today yesterday or, yesterday or something? Saturday, something victory like victory parade. Oh. They don't yeah. have a clue. They oh, don't have a clue. Yeah, he's, uh, they he's got a all
2: the news off to them, uh, Chris. Right. They, they got right. no news but Russian station. News. Right.
0: Yeah. Somehow they're they're claiming that this uh, that this invasion is just an extension of World War II. An extension of yeah. World War II. Yeah. It, this was vic- their, their big celebration was Victory Day or something like that for World War II. And somewhere in his speech, I read they said that he was claiming that this was just you know we're we're continuing. Where we started oh, Elon, with world, in World okay War II, instead of and, drawing and, back, and, and Mike
3: Mike Lyle on the board having in there. So
1: Elon had also tweeted after, you know, hey, if I die in a mysterious way, he w- was tweeting something about the Russians talking about Nazis. Now I didn't read it, but he had he had talked about the Russians were talking about Nazis in, in their little victory speech. And so that was. Years ago, okay. So yeah, the, the Russian, the Russians
3: had a victory parade, and they're telling all their people they're winning. Now, how? I though, think he's
1: telling them they're fighting Nazis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How is that different though?
3: Over the over the weekend, the movie 2,000 Mules" came out, which uh, does reveal the manner and means by which the Democrats stole the election. Uh, what? Two thousand, two thousand mules, people dumping ballots in boxes. Uh, in the cities where it counted—Atlanta, Philadelphia, Detroit, Kenosha, Wisconsin—and um, and and folks, try to find that on the internet. Just try to find it. It's not there. It's
2: probably written by Breitbart or somebody. Yeah, yeah. That's a conspiracy paper. Say I know. I've got a- well, there It is
0: actually written by a minority, Dinesh D'Souza. And, and, and if, if He's
3: right-wing. <laughs> if there's not truth to it, why is it being suppressed? That's why you know it's true. Correct. And, uh, and so, you know, as I've said many, many times, there is a provable conspiracy, not a conspiracy theory. And, you know, in any election throughout history, when it's being stolen, the count gets stopped. And so at the, if, if six banks are robbed in Columbia all at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, that is a, prov- a provable conspiracy to rob banks in Columbia. Now, we don't necessarily know who these masked men were, but we know that they conspired to rob banks in Columbia. And so the count stops at the same time in Atlanta, Philadelphia, Detroit, Kenosha, Arizona. Everybody goes stop the count. Why? Well, we think that, that well, a pipe leak was reported, you know. And being, uh, being an attorney that needs evidence to prove a case dealt—that's all the evidence I need. That's appalling.
2: That's appalling. There were sixty-two court cases that got rejected
3: because Miss, there was Miss no York, evidence. Miss York, that's a proven no evidence of fraud. That, that is a provable conspiracy. What what we didn't have though is the manner and means of the conspiracy. And the identity of the conspirators now we've got the manner and means of the conspiracy. we don't have the identity of the conspirators, and we're it's not ever going to be given to the American people and to to you know if if the United States government would do an investigation remotely as thorough as done of the Capitol peaceful protest on January 6th,
0: or, or the Mueller report,
3: then these conspirators could be identified and prosecuted, but that's not going to happen. And you're not even going to, you You put 2000 mules in Google right now and all you'll get is all this fact check stuff saying it's not true, but you won't be given any information as to how you can watch the movie. And yeah, so, with
2: all that, there was international poll washers at, Every <laughs> poll place in this country watching the election, international poll watchers. And, 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 those and that's why you didn't find any evidence of fraud. Y'all those, can talk all that stuff and, all you want they didn't see the ballots and all that. It has no value. Biden they, is the president of the United States. Apparently,
3: they were too blind to see these people just walking up to these drop boxes with arms full of ballots and jump,
0: dumping them in, which is on video. And he is president of the United States, whether he knows it or not.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, oh, it, it was on video. He's not
2: in a wannabe president. Yeah, I mean,
0: hey, 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 you know what? I wasn't paying $4 a buck a gallon for gas, and inflation wasn't on the rise. Uh, so things four years ago were a, a heck no of a bad. hey, heck of They were a heck of a is lot. Is not good. People were and a, all these crazy the majority, fact
3: checkers. There's not a one of them claiming that the video was Russian disinformation or it's a fake video. So,
2: but when your Secretary of Defense says that Trump planned to send missiles to uh, against Mexico and then say they don't know who did it, that's crazy too.
0: I mean, come on! Oh, come on! Oh. Mark God.
2: Esper's report is that Trump tried to suggest to send missiles to make against Mexico because of immigration and then said nobody would
3: believe it was the united States
2: Mr. york
0: Yor, you
1: know
3: that who where, who was I talking with the other day about of course one of the big stories right now is is elon musk and chris already brought it up i mean this guy is the biggest stud man on the face of the earth i mean he's he he's not only founded Tesla, which, you know, if you want your electric car, it's probably the best one. I, I, do I don't want to
2: talk about Esper. Huh? I, don't, I don't want
3: – no, I'm getting around to it, Mr. York. And uh, and then SpaceX, SpaceX which has now sent two manned missions into space last month. NASA's not even ever gotten remotely close <laughs> to having that kind of ability. And <clears throat> is now carrying, what, at least two-thirds of – all space load into space, worldwide. The space station, yeah. yes. well or or satellites or yep. anything else and uh, he also uh, founded he founded Tesla spaceX and it founded Starlink, which will shortly provide high speed internet to every spot on the planet and it's uh it's uh, we're signed up for it it's uh we expect to get it before the end of the year. We can't get any kind of Internet service out of Glendale, Tennessee. It's high-speed Internet for 100 bucks a month, and that's just in the beginning. I'm sure that price is going to fall.
0: You're talking about changing, so changing though, the world. That right there that, will change the that world. Will change, yeah.
3: That will change the world. And, uh, but they're, they're turning it on gradually as they get the satellites up to make it uh, – Make it feasible. You gotta have a number of satellites, and so they're only providing the capacity now that can be supported by the satellites presently in space. But Musk, what 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 uh, Clayton's talking about is that Musk turned on, redirected, and turned on uh, the, the internet service in Ukraine to help the Ukraines facilitate the war. And where they could get information about the war, and apparently what the Russians—that's what the Russians are going to kill Musk because of it. Now, is that it, Chris?
1: Uh, they believe, and I mean, I—if I, you are against Musk, you could believe this too. He's the right now. He's the most dangerous man in the world.
0: Well, and how are you going to censor his internet if you're the Russian people wanting to get Starlink? <clears throat> they can't. There's nothing they can do about it. Right. So the news that they're not seeing now. They'll be able to have – it'll be within their reach
1: if they want it through Musk. How do you fight this dude? You can't. He's dangerous. He's not dangerous. In a, in a good or a bad way, depending on how you look at it. Very powerful. He is, but so far uh, uh,
3: I'm team Musk, folks. I mean, um, and but that gets back around – He's as
2: effective as the people that work for his company.
3: That's yeah. true. Well, but where well, I did get off on a tangent there, but you know oh yeah, we were talking about SpaceX and the original moon launch the other day. Oh yeah. And there's a significant portion of the black, of the population, uh, mostly black, I guess they're still out there, who uh said that we really didn't land on the moon, that it was just done in California or Arizona and they made money off the T V with it, you know. And there's still a lot of folks who believe that out there. And so I put that, I'd say that's about the same category as, as Trump launching missiles on Mexico for immigration. That, that's well, Esper, about the same category.
2: Esper thought he meant it.
1: Good gosh. So, uh, I mean,
2: you've got to, what good? And, and also the rally at Washington, when they went to, uh, when he went and <clears> held <throat> the Bible upside down, uh, he told them to go ahead. Couldn't they just shoot the protesters in the leg or something, you know?
3: Miss York, this is just crazy. I mean, well, talk to
2: Esper. Don't talk to me. I'm just relaying. Don't kill the messenger.
3: <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I mean, no, it didn't happen. I es-
2: know he wants to sell his book too, Death. You know, all yeah, of that, all these go. folks yeah. that are go to the yeah. to the January Sixth uh, Committee also writes books, yeah. and they want to sell their books, so they are always gonna put some juicy stuff in there. Oh, true or untrue, you know. People believe a lot of conspiracies in this country, and a lot of people well, buy a book just to read it.
3: That—that that was the whole, you know. I mean, what good would it do in the immigration world to launch missiles on Mexico? It just wouldn't. Uh, first of all, I mean, even if you thought you, it just wouldn't.
2: I mean, it's just it just, not
0: going to happen. Well, I mean, I mean but it—but it just that's wouldn't. not
3: the first silly thing Trump has come up with. Well, I mean, but. <laughs> you you just like the russia thing what possibly could have motivated trump to conspire with the russians nothing they didn't have anything that he wanted no. and um
2: the so, only person on earth trump never criticized publicly the only person on earth that he's never criticized publicly
3: well I mean, I don't, you know, I I really hadn't criticized Putin very much myself, other than it's it's obvious, you know, that what's so funny is that the liberals made and people like you made Russia into this terrible boogeyman for so long. Now they now they well
2: now you see how terrible Russia is by what Putin's doing to Ukraine. You see how terrible
3: they're a joke, and um, they're they're a joke, (laughs) and uh, so I mean.
0: I mean, didn't the Obama administration go to Cuba and embrace the Castro people? Yeah, I made a trip to Cuba
2: on on that, too. That was embracing. We're trading with Vietnam. (laughs) We, We didn't want to trade with them. They're now South Vietnam and North Vietnam
0: had combined. So we're trading... Stuff with Vietnam. Meanwhile, we have agents down there that are losing their hearing and vision due to things that have happened down there. That yeah, nobody but that wants to you know that's, that's
2: happening here in the United States. Yeah, also that, Clayton.
3: That hypocrisy argument never works. But anyway, I mean the the Russian hoax is a joke. The Russian attack on Ukraine is a joke. And but I you know that yes, if if uh, if. We, uh, if the Russians started putting troops in Mexico, then uh, launching missiles into Mexico would become a very uh, real option. Well, I think what Trump, and that's what's going on in Ukraine. What
0: Trump was referring to was some of the drug cartel manufacturing centers in Mexico, is what he was referring to.
3: Well. Yeah.
2: That's kind of ironic because we pro- we provide a lot of weapons to the cartel in Mexico. We fashion, sell more fa- weapons fashion, than uh, any right, country right, abroad all right,
0: all right, anywhere. Uh, yeah, I, I, was
1: that under the Obama
3: era?
0: Yeah, that was um, Eric Holder. Fast and furious, total disaster. But yeah,
3: all right. Then come back to the come back here to Tennessee. So there, you national level, <laughs> Ukraine's going. The you know this Roe v. Wade thing is carrying on, bringing nuts out of the closet from everywhere. I got a solution
2: for that, Dale. What's that? Make sure men pay their child support. <laughs> Every man, pay your child support, and the courts ought to be as harsh as possible and make them pay child support.
3: I don't think there's much disagreement with that. But... All right, there we go. And then here locally, Skullduggery is going on still. <laughs> and... uh. uh there's no doubt, and and Chris has been talking about this somewhat. The uh, uh, <clears throat> first of all, a significant number of people have just been disenfranchised by the state Republican Party in the congressional five district run by the disqualification of Baxter Lee, um, Robbie Starbuck, and uh, Morgan. Morgan Ortegas. Yeah. And uh, that's just, you know, you want to talk about what goes on in Russia and China. You can talk about what's going on in Tennessee, where uh, people who have have wanted to support those candidates have been just disenfranchised. And uh, it stinks. All right. Are they
2: still going to have the RNC convention in Nashville?
0: I doubt it. Doubtful. It's funny. You can can get vouched locally, but statewide, no vouching.
1: And it leaves three candidates in the race. There's more, but three top candidates. Who are those, Chris? Beth Harwell, Kurt Winstead, and Andy Ogles. I don't understand why Andy Ogles is on that list at this point. I don't I don't really know any of the other ones. I think you're going to have some name recognition. I think he's going to pull more votes than, than some people think.
2: Beth Harwell was the past Speaker of the House,
3: though. So-
1: that yeah. is true. I, I don't I don't see Andy as being on the
3: list at this point. But all right, let's let's take a break and come back.
0: This is Barry Duke and you're listening to one oh one point seven WKOM Columbia.
1: Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Men, this is for you. Stop and listen. Every woman has a secret desire to have diamonds. I can say this
0: because I am a woman. When I put on my ring or put on my earrings that my husband gave
1: me, I feel special. Stop by Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia or Lewisburg. Let us help you find a special diamond just for her.
0: Hey, folks, this is Chandler Anderson from the Right Care Walk-In Clinics. Hey,
3: guys, we're open 11 to 11, seven days a week, so that you don't have to go wait at the emergency
1: room when you have an urgent care need. Our providers are all emergency medicine experienced or critical care experienced, and we're there to take care of you so that you're not caught at the emergency department
3: for hours and hours on end. Folks, seven days a week, right in front of Walmart, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., we stay late so you don't have to wait at the ER.
4: Wow, Linda, everything in your backyard looks so green and beautiful. What's the one over there? That's a flowering dogwood. And what about that one? That's a star magnolia. Ooh, and how about those over there? Oh, those are the new May Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. With chances to win up to $500,000, they might be the greenest thing i plant all year.
3: Don't just settle for a green thumb this spring. Go for a greener wallet with new Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly.
0: You'd be amazed to learn what one Tennessee Lottery ticket can lead to. For you, it could be lucky, but for others, it could open the door to so much more. With more than $6 billion raised for education, the Tennessee Lottery has proudly funded over 1.5 million scholarships and grants. That means, on average, more than 130,000 Tennesseans every year continue their education just because you played. The Tennessee Education Lottery, game-changing, education-benefiting fun.
4: weather is approaching. Nobody wants their HVAC to break down in the extreme heat. That's why Hiller is offering a free service call with any repair to help keep you cool all summer long. And this month, we're offering special zero-interest financing for up to 60 months on select new HVAC systems. Stay cool all summer. Visit HappyHiller.com today for details. Happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the Happy Face
3: Truck today. Yeah.
2: He's bound down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go, and a short time to get there. I'm he's bound up. What a bandit run!
3: All right, folks. Welcome back, three dudes with a view. My name's Del Kennedy. I'm Dude Number Three. Dude Number
0: Two, Clayton Harris. How's it going? Going well, Del. Good morning, everybody.
3: Dude Number One, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. And spe- special guest dude today, uh, Chris Chumley. How are you, man? Good morning. All right, we're we're all over the place this morning. I was sort of trying to take us around the world, back to the state of Tennessee, and then maybe back here locally before we get done. But uh, <laughs> I'm looking here on the news and. And the Washington Post. Now, folks, I, most of you know what the Washington Post is. I don't read it. I wouldn't have it seen in my home. Uh, but uh, it does outsizely influence the political talk of this nation and why it's still respected, I have no idea. But Elon Musk is buying Twitter, and among other things, he's going to you know, cut out the censorship and... Make sure that people on there are real and not bots and um, not false accounts. And, uh, you know, that is obviously a blow for free speech because I guarantee you, you can't get on Twitter right now and find out anything about 2,000 mules. Not going to happen. And, that is, and that's a movie that every American should see. Uh, you may believe what's there or not, but you ought to consider it.
0: You have the right to. Yeah,
3: you have the right to. All right, and uh, but the Washington Post said women and people of color could suffer the most from <clears throat> Musk buying Twitter. Now, <laughs> Chumley, what what? How are women and people of color going to suffer by Musk buying Twitter?
1: I, I'm now interested to read that article and see what they say. I have no idea. This is just crazy town. I mean,
3: you know, <laughs> I mean, what? What's what's uh, you know? What? New York what's, Post always comes up with crazy
1: stuff. No, this man. is That's not the New York new new. Post. This is the I'm Washington Post. Washington Post, yeah, the, same Washington, thing. Washington Post. Those is guys, it fear mongering? Who I mean, are they? Just trying to no,
0: scare everybody. Now, who owns the Washington Post? Jeff Bezos. 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 yeah. You know, it's funny, nobody said anything about him buying the Washington Post, being the owner of Amazon, and at one time was one of the richest men, if not the richest man in the world. Oh, I think
3: he's still number two.
0: Yeah, I mean, so the hypocrisy just stinks. I mean, it's pitiful. Uh,
3: Yeah, well, I mean, the Washington Post is, you know, I've got a friend who lives in Washington. He's a K Street lobbyist. And once in a while, he'll send me a link to an article in the Washington Post, and I just go... I'm not gonna read that. I mean, I don't care. Whatever they're saying is a lie, you know. And um, and I mean, it just—I I don't believe anything the Washington Post says. I don't even believe their weather forecast. You know, I mean, it they, doesn't censor a lot of stuff. You know,
2: it's just there's a good writer on there, a guy that I would write read uh, York, Eugene Robinson. I, I, I tell you what, I,
3: eighty to one odds, I'll bet you. I'll give you a $100 bet right now that you can't find a mention of 2,000 mules in the Washington Post.
2: Well, that's not even credible information. This topic published by Breitbart.
0: You
1: know.
2: Who wants to publish Breitbart stuff, you know?
0: Dinesh D'Souza. Yeah,
2: Dinesh D'Souza. He's right wing all the way.
1: The only stuff that I read in the paper, there's two things, sports and obituaries. That's the only two things I pay attention to in any newspaper. Well,
3: I mean, the Washington Post is just disgusting. I read it,
2: it just goes over my head.
1: Yeah.
3: The Washington Post is just a disgusting, lying rag. I remember back when Newsweek was still in its death throes. Like, how in the world I got on their list? I don't know, but they were sampling me. And, <laughs> and they, you know, I was just getting a free copy every week in my box. And along with, you know, subscribe now and that kind of mess. And I finally just wrote him a letter. I said, please, you know, I, I don't want my neighbors to know or believe that I read Newsweek. You know, all it's filthy, disgusting lies. Same and- thing I did get from the GOP. I get a lot of correspondence from
2: them. I just wrote them a note the last time. Do not send me this trash solicitation. You,
1: you get the the email, the 14 Donald Trump emails a day.
2: Oh, I get actual letters wanting a donation. <laughs>
1: I had, to, I had to go and unsubscribe and block and put it all in junk mail. It was really, it's like 15 emails a day oh, from I Trump's team. I, get them. I give him a them. break.
2: He's trying to get that money out of you, Chris. <laughs> all
1: right, women watch
2: the block you check because you may be perpetually women, donating every month.
3: Women and people of color are going to be harmed by Musk buying Twitter. Yeah, that's, that's somebody, a stretch. Somebody try to explain that to me. That So says the Washington Post.
2: <laughs> Some writer
3: at the Washington Post made that determination. Well, and I guess that's the, the next thing the Washington Post to print is that Musk is going to put Russian disinformation on Twitter.
0: You know, I mean. <laughs> to, to do his starling getting out. this. <clears throat> yeah, yeah.
3: Why did Alito have to move? I saw a, a
2: note on Ground News that Alito and his family moved for cover. He, he's he's afraid that uh, he's starting an uproar and he can't control it.
0: Because there's people They've outside
2: moved to a, a more secure location.
0: Because there's people outside uh, several of the justices' homes that are yeah. protesting, uh, almost in a riot-like manner,
1: taking taking spray paint and chalk. I can't remember where I saw the video. Probably Twitter, but taking spray paint and chalk and drawing clothes hangers on the sidewalks mostly, and the masonry work mostly, of their house. Yeah,
3: mostly peaceful protest.
1: <laughs> Nothing yep. to see here. Yeah. Peaceful. In the public square. <laughs> in the public square. Mostly peaceful protest. But now, they had one. I think they had a uh, a pro-row protest or a rally in Columbia. Did y'all see that in the Daily Herald? Yeah, well, was, no, actually,
3: there were those four and again in again yeah, Oh, was
1: it both? Yeah, yeah, it was both. It was both yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's all over the nation, you
2: know. They, he's opened up a can of worms, so you might as well go ahead and fish with them.
3: Well, that's one point you and I are going to agree with, about, Ms. York. Well, that's uh,
1: and folks, uh, let me, let me do, try. Do, do we know when they'll actually it's vote on this? Usually, this week of June. I yeah, think. usually <clears throat> June. Last week of June, but
3: um you know that's uh, folks the Republican Party is the victim of this and let me reiterate I mean I I, I know some people were uh, texting in last week going, Is Delka Democrat now? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a lady
2: already though? And you telling the truth. <sighs> Dales well, turn
1: hey his politics are turning blue as his shirt right there. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, folks,
3: watch out, Dale. <laughs> you know, I do not I mean for the Republican party, I mean I I I don't like abortion too much, but I mean I I could live with it in the first 12, 15 weeks. I mean, I could I could I could go with that compromise. Uh, but um, and and certainly these Democrats now who, you know, are saying that as long as the umbilical cord is still attached, and abortion is allowed. I mean, that's just that's that is hideous. That's murder. I mean, but that's, Del, this, abortion
2: is a complicated issue for women. That's and, not too complicated. And I heard and I heard a thing like
1: <laughs> you got a baby like,
3: outside the womb with an umbilical cord attached, and that baby's crying and open, you know, opening his eyes, and you kill it. That's murder.
1: This that, lady, that's not complicated.
3: This pregnant, This
2: lady was pregnant with triplets. She went to her doctor and the doctor told her, you will not survive full term. Neither will the triplets. There is a difficulty with one of them. We may be able to abort one and the other two survive. And she made the decision to abort one. And now she has two fine sons. For me, that's a hard, complicated decision to make. For that, for that's, me, that's I so, don't. That, see, I mean, I don't have any problem with that.
1: Yeah the the whole medical, you know, all the medical uh, ectopic pregnancies and issues with the mother carrying the the children full term. I, I get that completely. I get that. Well, I mean, well, you know, if that's a medical decision, I get that.
2: That's the way it ought to stay, Chris. I I don't want to debate for the
3: woman and her position. I was not trying to start a debate about abortion. My view on it is purely political. Folks, now just let me tell you, the Republican Party, this is a loser for the Republican Party. This potential decision will be damaging to the Republican Party. For the first time next spring in Nashville, (laughs) our legislature you know, Remember how they repealed Obamacare 32 times uh, before they actually had a president and a majority, and then they didn't repeal it? That's what's going on here, people. The Republicans are going to get hung on their own, you know what, because for years they have demagogued this issue by voting against it, passing bills against it, all the time they knew, well, you know, this isn't going to count because of Roe v. Wade. And we don't lack activist judges, also. Keep that, that in, and that, That's correct. And, that, and this, right? right, two things are going to happen if, if this goes down. Yes, it's going to send a signal that activist judges and packing the court are a good or an acceptable thing. The Republicans will have now packed the court with conservative judges who have now become activists and reversed Roe v. Wade. That is going to energize and leave Republicans and conservatives really defenseless against the, the packing of the court will occur, that will occur by Democrats as soon as they get the votes. And that will happen sooner or later. Second of all, the Tennessee state legislature is going to have to vote on uh, uh, abortion bills in Tennessee that will actually count, will actually go into law. Now, that, let me tell you, I'm going to tell all you men something. Here's just the bottom line where I'm coming from on this issue. You will talk to your wife. She will be, say, I am pro life. She'll go to rallies with you. She'll carry signs. And when it does really count, though, and when the legislature starts, uh, uh, prohibiting abortion in Tennessee, she will go in that booth and vote Democrat and lie to you. And, and you idiots who are, you idiots who are, who believe otherwise are nuts. And the first thing that happened in Murray County, within five years, the, the Williamson County and Rutherford County on social issues and environmental issues are already pretty damn liberal. And this will those bedrock counties, the basis of the Republican majority in Tennessee, they will be voting Democrat within five years if this thing goes down, and and Republicans don't come to some reasonable disposition of it, <coughs> twelve to fifteen like, weeks. Like my daddy used to tell me, Del, you can never
2: control a woman. Well, you and, can never control a woman. Some of these guys think they can control a woman but there is no way
1: possible. In, and- in 2014 in 2014 I stood and supported Yes on One and the Yes on One in 2014 was cleaner facilities uh, abortion facilities fewer facilities uh, optional counseling if the mother didn't know whether she wanted to abort or not and it assisted and it cleaned up the process and it helped eliminate a lot you know, I'm, I think I'm that's Bill where Clinton, we need to start. Bill Clinton, safe and rare, is what he said about abortion. So, um, I think that's where the, the state party should start, is <laughs> clean, easy, counseling. That's where we need to start if, and if, go from there. If we're but gonna you survive, don't
3: own a woman, and a woman has a right to choose. And and people, now again, I love women, but God, it's, I'm telling you, as an old criminal law guy, I mean, you all right, all right, we're leaving. I mean, you can't put a lie detector on them and get any uh, get any results. I mean, they're just better at it than we are. And uh, women
2: don't lie, Joe.
3: <laughs> well, except when it's convenient.
2: They just tell the truth,
3: and we fall for it every time. Every time we fall for
2: it, that makes the world go around.
3: All right, uh, Women, men and money. Oh. Uh, <laughs>
2: Bye. Have a great day, folks. We'll see Good you, Jim. Good to see it. Good to see you. Good to see you, Wait. Come on.